Welcome to Insider Community, a podcast that takes a look at the connections between our government and the people, places, and events that are part of our Charles County community. I'm your host, Brent Huber. In this episode, we're going to the west side of the county to talk economic development with our very special guest host, Commissioner Thomasina Coates. Welcome, everyone, to this podcast. This is Thomasina Coates, Commissioner for Charles County District 2. So often, change does take time. And I know a lot of people want to know when change is coming to Indian Head and Brian's Road. My guests today are well-versed about these changes. So my first guest, Mayor Brandon Paulin, uh, we're going to start with you. Give okay. us an update and let us know what's going on in downtown Indian Head. Yeah, there's uh, quite a few projects going on. Um, we have the Velocity Center, of course, that we feel is going to be the catalyst for economic development in Indian Head. And that is kind of incorporated into a larger redevelopment, uh, which is the Velocity Park as well. We have a few other interested stakeholders interested in building buildings, locating their businesses, which is really exciting. We have large infrastructure projects going on to make sure, you know, we have ample amounts of infrastructure for businesses wanting to come in. You know, site agreements with Navy Base is something that we're looking into, finding them office space as well as that continues to build out. And the boardwalk project, which we're really excited about uh, as well, which is going to be along the Potomac River, uh, waiting for MDE approval and permits. And then we can move forward with that, which will be about a quarter to half mile boardwalk along the Potomac River. And that's going to be phase one. We, you know, see further progression of that, you know, coming down the road in the next coming, you know, few years. Those are a few of the exciting things in Indianet. Very good. Um, I know that the boardwalk project is in phases. I know it's going to go from, can you give us a span of from Indian Head to pretty much the the line and start and end line? Yeah, so phase one um, is kind of the original project, and that's going to go from the Riverwatch community, which if you know where that is, it's about halfway up the hill before you get to Town Hall. And that's going to go to where the parent property is located, which is about behind where Dollar General is. So we have some interested people, you know, in redeveloping the Henderson property, which is a large, you know, 20-some-odd-acre piece there. And then there's a property next to that as well that uh, is owned by the Washington Post. There's one property disconnecting this large span that almost covers, you know, the rest of the town of Indian Heads, uh, Potomac waterfrontage. So phase two will be that, you know, small property, the parent property, Henderson, and then... The Washington Post property. Absolutely. So we kind of see, you know, redevelopment taking place along the Potomac there and in some more development in general happening down there right. that'll help grow our commercial and residential tax base. Absolutely. We're looking forward to to that growth and uh, economic development potential. You mentioned, I know we have standing meeting, monthly meetings, which is exciting because I always learn about your new projects. One of your projects um, that we spoke about was Youth Senior Center that you received some grant funding for to to implement there. Can you speak a little bit about that? Yeah, so our Youth Family Enrichment Center, we went before our state delegation two years ago to go ahead and get some bond initiative funding. So we've acquired a building, the old PNC Bank building, and while that's small and it's a smaller footprint at first, we went back the following year for another bond request and got funds for that as well. So we're going to build up and out on that facility, offer recreational services for our kids, but also offer kind of human services that aren't offered on the western side of the county. Partnering with United Way, 
We're going to offer, you know, family readiness services, financial services, and things that, you know, our residents can use. You know, United Way talks a lot about Alice, and we want to help Alice out in any way possible. So, you know, having, you know, pop-ups in there and having multiple things going on. So no one knows why you're walking through those doors, you know, just you're available to get help or you're available to have fun. And we feel that space can do both. Absolutely. And so one last project I'd speak about, if you can, that's great, if not, I understand. But that would be the project that used to contain the Indian, um, the CVS and the supermarket and that property that goes back to the water. Can you speak a little bit about that or what, what potential we'd see in economic growth there? Yeah, so that's the Phillips and the Henderson property. So there are multiple people interested in the Henderson property and interested in doing different things, and it has a mixed-use zoning to it. So it can be residential or commercial or both. And then the Phillips property, which used to be the old A&P or Superfresh and CVS, that's been a tough nut to crack uh, for many years with the owner kind of sitting on it. But we're starting to see conversations develop between the owners and other interested stakeholders. So we're really, really optimistic that things are going to happen with that Phillips property is what we call it because it's owned by a gentleman, Leland Phillips, that we can see something happening sooner rather than later. Just all the details need to be ironed out. Very good. Thank you, Mayor Paulin, (laughs) for your comments and uh, conversation. All right. We're going to transition over to our very own Taylor Yule, part of Economic Development, to talk about the Opportunity Zone in Indian Head. Thank you, Commissioner Coates. As it it turns out, I I just drove through Indian Head yesterday and took a, a look at the Velocity Center, and I must say it has, has really changed the whole viewscape in Indian Head. And, uh, you know, whereas the old Eli's building represented uh, disinvestment, this new building, and it's a very attractive building, represents investment in the town. And our hope is that when that building activates, that it'll start to attract interest and attention to the other pad sites that are available there. And we stand ready in economic development to render whatever assistance we can to uh, potential investors who are looking to take advantage of Opportunity Zone incentives. Now, the Opportunity Zone is a federal program. It's a federal tax incentive. It came into being in 2017, and our Opportunity Zones were selected in 2018. So the program has been around in Charles County for a little more than a year. We know that they're taking advantage of it in Waldorf and various locations. We're not aware of anything in Indian Head quite yet, but we believe that that incentive will spur investment in Indian Head, particularly at the Velocity Center, because they're ready. They've got the pad sites ready to go. They've got a new building. It's going to be activated soon. So we're looking forward to that. And again, we want to render any assistance with that and any other incentives we can offer to investors coming into Indian Head. Speak about the, um, let's talk about the Opportunity Zone and what that looks like. Well, the example I like to use is, is uh, you know, someone who, who has an asset like a stock or a piece of real estate and they divest that asset. They, they essentially sell it and they make a profit. The way the Opportunity Zone works, Opportunity Fund, 
is that they can take that profit, let's just say it's a million dollars, and they can invest that in the opportunity zone and, and for instance, into a building on a pad site at the Velocity Park. And uh, there, there are three different time periods, but I'll just talk about the 10-year time period. If they hold that asset for 10 years, having invested a million dollars in it, and it increases in value to $2 million, they can essentially sell that. They have to hold it for at least 10 years. And there's no tax obligation on the million-dollar profit they made. So it's a wonderful wow. tax benefit, and it is, t- it is making projects that may have not penciled out in terms of financial feasibility before the Opportunity Zone, but would do so now. So, again, we stand ready to render whatever assistance and uh, orientation to the Opportunity Zone and Opportunity Fund program. Right. So with the Opportunity Zone how did it come about that uh, Indian Head would be one of those opportunity zones? When the program was announced, it was it was essentially announced to the state uh, in early 2018, in spring of 2018, and then the state contacted the various jurisdictions and announced the program. And there were three or four times as many candidates for opportunity zones as there would be selected, and these. Candidates, they're essentially census tracts, and the, the, the qualifier is an area median income. So it was essentially a program to revitalize socioeconomically challenged areas. And Indian Head qualified as one of the candidates, along with uh, uh, about six other census tracts in Charles County. There was the one there. There were two in Waldorf. The other three were down in the south part of the county where there wasn't much opportunity anyway because of the zoning and it's more rural, open land. So it was not difficult for us to select which areas would, uh, would we would promote for opportunity zones. Thank you. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Good stuff. Exciting stuff. Um, Taylor, we're going to come back to you a little bit in a few minutes and talk about some of the Brian's Roads. I'm going to move a little bit north in just a second, but I do want to complete the conversation as far as Indian is concerned with our Michelle Goodwin, uh, CSM representative for the Velocity Center. Thank you, Commissioner Coates. Thanks for having me today. The College of Southern Maryland is excited about bringing educational and learning programs to Indian Head um, in Charles County and Charles County. As you know, we have a a campus in La Plata and campuses in the other two counties as well. But this is going to be a special facility that we plan to use for educational purposes. Um, But also we have partners who we will invite in uh, who can rent the space and have, for example, the Navy at uh, NSWC Indian Head is very much interested in using the Velocity Center. It's a 13,000 square foot facility. It was a warehouse that is at least 50 years old. It was, um, it is located behind what used to be the Eli's building. So last year that was demolished and the only building standing was this warehouse. And so the college, um, 
agreed and wanted to refurbish that warehouse inside and out. If you drive past it today, you will see it does not look like a warehouse, and it looks like an exciting place to be, and it's going to be an exciting place to be. It's going to have a 280-seat capacity uh, conference center. We can have workshops and seminars. It has um, the capacity to have banquet-style meetings and seminars, vendor showcases. We can do robotic and drone competitions and exhibitions. Uh, Hackathons. How's that sound? Hackathons Mm. and cyber gaming competitions. Um, So that's kind of in that that conference center space, that 280-seat capacity space. We'll also have two 24-seat classrooms. We will also have two 16-seat seminar rooms. And there will be an eight-seat board room style conference room. In addition, so that's kind of what we expect to use um, with the college, um, county government can use it, um, anyone can rent it, and the Navy has already expressed a lot of interest in doing um, some of their all-hands meetings and showcases there and conferences. So we're excited about that. However, we also have a portion of the building that will be dedicated to the community. Okay. Exciting. Yes. Yeah. So um, uh, maker spaces are really popular around the country um, today. And the college has set aside space that is going to be a maker space for the community. It'll be a collaborative workspace for making, learning, exploring, sharing. Uh, It will be equipped with a variety of maker equipment, such as 3D, 3D printers laser cutters, subtractive machines, soldering irons, and more. We'll also do some cyber and gaming competitions and learning there. Uh, We'll do some CAD modeling, uh, simulation, and even app development, which is really popular right now. Absolutely. Also in the maker space, it will allow us to do uh, more of our robotics programs. We have an unbelievable robotics program at the college with a team uh, that has placed in the world championship six years in a row. So uh, they will be using that facility. And also, uh, we could do some small prototyping there with robotics and and some artificial intelligence. So that'll be exciting. Then we have some flex office space in the Velocity Center. That shared office space that somebody can rent um, on a short, short-term basis and use the office space, such as industry may come in and want to um, want to uh, rent some space, so we'll have that as well as a couple administrative offices, a ca- and a catering kitchen. Oh wow! So that's kind of what it looks like visually, and like I said, the college is so so happy to bring this to the to the town and 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 to Charles County, and the Navy, as I said, will. We'll be doing internship programs with them. K through 12 internship programs can be done um, at that site and TED Talks. So we actually have a very long list of programming. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I I know one that come to mind is energetics. I kept hearing energetics, energetics. Um, and that was kind of uh, like, oh, geez, that's that's really some high high tech um, visibility there. So. Uh, and that's generally for the military. The military is going to bring some of their energetic um, 
if you were knowledge, projects, knowledge, and all. So. Correct. Um, and talk about jobs. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, let's. So our students are also going to be in their learning. I mean, we're not going to have our general education courses taught mm-hmm. there, but it is kind of a um, from a student perspective, it will be more STEM related mm-hmm. programming, especially with the base. We've been doing some technology transfer courses um, with the Navy and the Navy base for the last couple of years. Um, we have not been doing them. Um, actually, we've been doing them in Indian Head at the Black Box Theater, um, but now we'll have our own space. But technology transfer is really exciting for our students and for the Navy, where we can look at patents and technology developed inside the gate that's not classified, and then find see if we can find a commercial use for those, those type of technologies um, and having our students along with really high-caliber faculty and scientists involved, really makes CSM a special place to be if you're a student. Uh, We have a lot of engineering students, cybersecurity, so uh, we're pretty heavy in STEM, and this seems to fit right in with our, um, our STEM programming. Exciting. Oh, my gosh. I'm really, really excited about this program in Velocity Center. Uh, Thank you. And uh, if you need to jump in a little further, we're going to continue the conversation. I'm going to move back over to uh, Mr. Yule, Taylor Yule, uh, here at Economic Development, and uh, talk about some of the Brines Road projects, if you will, where we are, where we're not, where, what's going on. Um, so if you could elaborate a little bit more on those. Well, Commissioner Coates, as you know, our focus has been on the uh, Brines Road Shopping Center for probably the last two years. And we commend you for your hands-on involvement in that as well. I think it's really going to take a team effort. Probably most people are aware that the retail environment is uh, challenging. In a smaller area like like Brian's Road, if you lose an anchor retailer, the impact is much greater than if you lose one in a a very heavily retailed place like Waldorf. So... You know, our focus is there. We're working directly with the shopping center owner. We're working with their uh, real estate broker. We're in constant contact with them. We're taking any and all ideas in terms of who potential tenants might be. I think they're going to wind up being sort of unconventional tenants, if you will. But I think that's a trend across many shopping centers, not only in Charles County, but pretty much everywhere. So we'll continue to work on that and then keep our eyes uh, open, our ears open for other opportunities that could enhance that challenge, um, other types of development. Right. And, and that's been, been a, a huge challenge. I know we've sought, sought many um, companies commercial-wise, uh, and it hasn't panned out. Um, I know they speak about just the population's not there, and this is what they're saying from their studies, just not populated enough. So we, we understand, and, uh, and that's challenging. So we'll, we'll have to face those challenges as, as the time go on. And there's, you know, as you know, the, the new residential construction that's going on in Brian's Road is, is it's lovely. I mean, the yeah. neighborhoods, are, they've got river views and, yeah. and so on. So we feel like it's a, uh, just a matter of time before they start to reach a critical mass of households Absolutely. That can support retail and and will attract retailers. So we'll continue to sell that aspect of of Brian's Road to potential tenants. 
Absolutely. I, I appreciate that. Um, so do mention some of the attendants that we do have that we actually um, were able to assist. They've got a new dance studio. They have a community center, which is very nice, and they do events there. They, uh, they're on the verge. I mean, we're working with a tenant, which is more produce market type of, of tenants. So we're working with them on getting their business plan together and uh, doing what they have to do to go into the Brines Road Shopping Center. So hopefully that will bring fresh produce and whatever else they're going to be selling there back to the neighborhood and to, and to the community. Oh, great. Wonderful. Good, 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 good. I love hearing great news and uh, it's an opportunity for us to to look into um, economic development in Brines Road and Indian Head. I thank you so much. Anything else you, you all want to add? Anything else? Don't be shy. I look forward to Velocity Center opening uh, around February. Okay. Um, so I hope that folks keep track on, you can you can get on the college's website to keep track of the, the retrofit that will be going on inside and hopefully join us for, um, for the dedication of the building around February. And we want to thank all of our partners, including the county commissioners, economic development, federal government, state government. This has been a labor of love. And um, the mayor, he is the mm-hmm. biggest cheerleader for that area. And so we thank you very much for allowing us to... Um, to do this. I think the, the citizens and residents of uh, Western Charles County need to understand that economic development revitalization is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm-hmm. The Velocity Center idea was hatched, you know, th- over three years ago, and it's taken us that long to get to this point. That's just how long these things take. Mm-hmm. So be patient. These are tangible results. We're seeing good things. Other people take notice when these sorts of things happen. And so, you know, again, we'll stand ready to capitalize on that and, uh, and, and start to really sell the benefits of being in Indian Head and Brian's Road uh, now and into the, well into the future. Yeah, we, we hope uh, Amazon is listening to us because we certainly we certainly <laughs> love we certainly attempted to, attempting to reach out to them and uh, and see if they want to uh, visit lovely their lovely Brian's Road two ten corridor just a little bit south of Alexandria. So that'll be exciting if, if they just have their little ears ears open to this podcast and can hear us. And, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Maryland Airport. Uh, yes. And, yes, and that mm-hmm. changed hands this year. Right now, the focus for the new owners is on just upgrading the facility, finishing the runway yeah. improvements and lengthening the runway. And and if you've been out there recently, and we were just there yesterday, I don't know when those Quonset huts were built, they have the airplane hangars, but I think they'll be looking to renovate those as well. So their plan is is just to get the place up and running and, and going at 100% in terms of servicing uh, commercial and private air air traffic, if you will, and then they can shift their focus to ancillary development and um, the lands around it. And as you know, too, there's a rezoning effort underway to take uh, rural and watershed conservation lands, about 600 acres around the airport, and and bring that back into commercial zoning. So we it'll support 
employment supporting development. Employment, absolutely. Um, appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. You always have the latest, greatest, and all the all the <laughs> good updates. Great updates. Appreciate that, Commissioner um, Coates. Mm-hmm. If I could uh, say one more thing about workforce. Yes. Um, the workforce and workforce development. The college has a large campus at La, in La Plata, as you know, um, opening the Velocity Center. And then we also have a center for transportation where we do training for CDL licensing, um, bus oh, driver training. And, yes. and, you know, but so if you look at all the educational and workforce development um, opportunities that are in Charles County, I think it makes it so attractive for Amazon or anybody else to be here. We are on the cutting edge in our programming at the college, and if we're not, we need to know about it. But employers applaud us and love our graduates, and health sciences is another one. Um, So we have the regional uh, campus. Not only do we have the La Plata campus, but we now have the regional Hughesville campus. I sure do. So you have the Center for Trades and Energy Training, and mm-hmm. you have the new Health Sciences Building going up there. So workforce development is our job, and we we hope to keep doing it well for Charles County and we, Southern Maryland. And we so appreciate you guys because you know without without that initiation of of getting people. Uh, in, in in your get in your doors mm-hmm. um, to make sure that they get the training to stay in the county, work and play in the county. What we call work and play in the county. I love it. Just kind of adopted your little live, yeah. work and play in the county. Live, so learn, like, work and play. Live, learn. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we, we're excited about that. Thank you so much. You're very anything welcome. Else? You want to, you have anything closing? Um, closing I'd be remiss if I didn't mention. You know, we're super excited about CSM opening their doors uh, potentially in February. So that's going to be tons of fun, uh, and it's coincides with our centennial uh, as well. Next year will be the 100th year of the town of Indian Head. So we'll be having a big celebration next September, September 26, 2020. So invite everyone out. Karen should be reaching out to everyone that's interested in getting them involved. So mark that on your calendars. Absolutely. And we'll be doing fun history events throughout the year. I feel a party coming, too. I know. Absolutely. (laughs) Celebration. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, fireworks celebration. (laughs) So thank you. This is great. This is great. This is a great chance to let the people know about projects that are coming um, to the Indian Head and Bryan's Road area. Uh, And so many times uh, people don't see a neighborhood um, changing. Um, but this is evident that we that changes are here. They are coming. They're progressing. Didn't take overnight to get there, and it's not going to take overnight to build it up and back and, and even more prosperous than what it was. And for that, I really, really appreciate it. So I want to thank everyone for coming out, coming here. And uh, thanks to um, everyone out there for listening. We look forward to, to hearing from you. And uh, thanks again. You're welcome. All righty. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can find more great podcasts online at charlescountymd.gov slash podcast. Like this episode? Then head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We can be found under Charles County Government. 